You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We're going to podcast our faces off on a Wednesday. Everybody's in a great mood because we won our softball game last night. Got little sleep, but that's okay because we got a great parking spot. And the show's over, so quite frankly, that means the day is done. But Al Dukes has some pretty cool stories for you, and he's going to share them with you now. Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, actually, today I have uh, quality stories. I, I know one story you don't have is going to involve a guy with a, a drill in his pants. Well, went through that today. I was going to save that for the podcast, but uh, was actually covered on the actual radio program today. A I guess he's uh, some sort of uh, MMA fighter, right? Yes, how about that? And he was drilling something and accidentally drilled his penis. Scrotum, sack, something like that. Uh, So, But he tweeted that, uh, you know, he was going to be out for a little while. But I can't imagine that if I would have drilled my penis, that I would have hit up Twitter and was like, uh, hey, guys, I won't be tweeting for a couple days. I've drilled my penis. Like, I probably wouldn't even think about it. I'm not sure that you wouldn't. Right. Actually, so you're saying now you might think great Twitter opportunity. Think there's a chance. <laughs> That's You'd fair. be talked about on every sports radio station and guy talk station around the country. That's true. I could probably book myself as a guest on various programs. From the ambulance. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm going live. <laughs> Jerry, here's my favorite. So I try to put these in order of the stories I like the best into least in case we don't get to them. So this first story comes from Australia. An Australian woman is dating a ghost and says they're going to have a baby. Oh, come on. Yeah. She's in a long-term relationship with a ghost. Six months. I guess she's calling that long-term. She said he's very ancient, very wise, very kind. Yeah, because he doesn't exist. He has been on the planet for a long time. She says, quote, it's difficult to explain in terms of normal earthbound relationships. It's a bit deeper than that. We don't have a need for conversation. Again, probably because it doesn't exist. It's not real. She said her ghost followed her home from Australia. Oh, maybe she doesn't live in Australia. And they joined the Mile High Club. You know what that is, Jerry? So she went into the bathroom and did stuff to herself and claims it was a ghost. On an airplane. Okay. She considers this ghost to be the one. And they, someone had asked her, they, she was interviewed on a program called This Morning. Doesn't say where that is. Price segments, lunatics in the news. 
<laughs> they asked her how she would carry a ghost baby and give birth to it. I bet you she won't gain a pound. Quote, I've been looking into phantom pregnancies, and I believe that a phantom pregnancy is actually a real pregnancy, but you have a phantom inside you rather than a human baby. The reason we don't ever manage to carry these to full term is that people don't understand, but I'm hoping through understanding what's going on with my body, I'll be able to. Can you imagine this lunatic goes to work? Yes. I'm going to be taking off the next three months. Why is that? Maternity leave. I'm sorry. For what? Well, yes. there's a baby. Yeah. Who's the father? <laughs> well, it's a ghost. A ghost father. My God. Now, would you, let's say you were close friends with this woman. No chance. And she set up a ghost baby registry. Would you buy her something? No. No. Because it's not real? You think? Hmm. What are you going to get? A rattle? What size is your ghost baby if I was going to get it a onesie? I mean, so stupid. I would buy a onesie for the baby with something hilarious about ghosts or something. Like around Halloween. That doesn't exist. Yes. Like around Halloween, they have probably hilarious ghost onesies for kids. I would get her one of those. I have a better idea. Take $20 and wipe your butt with it. Is that similar? Pretty much what you're doing. Hmm. Or just take a match to it. Ghost babies. Ghost babies. What about, you know, we're always trying to. Ghost babies? Ghost babies? I don't believe in them. You know, we're always trying to think up website ideas. Yes. What about, you know, there's like match.com, there's farmers.com for it's like if you're, if you want to date a farmer. Ghosts only? Yeah. We will set you up with a ghost. (laughs) Your ghost could be as hot as you want. (laughs) We had, I'll tell you what we did have at this party I had at my house Saturday. The sex robot conversation came up. Is that right? Someone brought a sex robot. And a conversation between couples Mm. was uh, started by one of the dads. If you got one of these sex robots, is it considered cheating? Right. I would say it's considered cheating if you're giving time and sexual relations to the robot. But what else are you doing with the robot? Playing Parcheesi with it? Well, like let's that's say, the idea, right? Right, I would think so. Yes. So if robot. you if you buy so if you got married and you bought yourself for eight grand a sex robot, and you were doing things with the robot, is that cheating on your wife? I believe so. Yes. Well, there was a there was a, a difference of opinion. Really? Yes. The men considered it not cheating. The women thought it was not cheating. No, I'm just really? kidding. <laughs> oh, that would have been a turn kidding. of events. You know, there were a couple of guys that said it wasn't a big deal. The majority said it was. But not everybody. It really? wasn't across the board. It was not across it the was board. It not across the board. We're going to have to face this in the near future as more and more, you know, always with new technology, Jerry, it's very expensive. Like when the I, when the VCR first came out, it was very pricey. These flat screen TVs, no one could afford them. Right now, sex robots are very expensive. But in a few years, they're going to be relatively cheap. And and one of my friends came up with a great question. Like cars, would you get into the used sex robot Mm, market? I probably would not. That's a tough one. Yeah. What are the... Chlamydia free. (laughs) Certified used (laughs) sex robot. Right. Certified pre-owned, meaning they've cleaned it out. We've changed the oil on your robot. (laughs) Don't buy as is. No. This does not come with a warranty. <laughs> this sex robot is as is. It's funny. One owner, and it's uh, 
robot fax reports come back clean. <laughs> no robot STDs. It's so stupid. Yes. Anyway, so I don't know. Is, is ghosting, is having sex with a ghost cheating? Uh, yeah, I think anytime you're giving um, emotion to something that doesn't exist, or pleasure to something else, then yes, you're cheating. Well, how? Why? It's a goat. It's not real. It is not real. So I guess it's like being with yourself. You wouldn't consider that so cheating. So then is masturbating and thinking about someone else cheating. I bet women would think that is in some ways. Well, how do women do it? I don't think they consider that cheating on their end. <laughs> That's my guess. Well, how is that fair? It does not sound fair. <laughs> that does not sound fair at all. No, it doesn't. How about this, Jerry? In a new um, article published in the journal called Feminist Theory. Feminist what? Theory. Okay. So uh, it's an academic <clears throat> journal, meaning smart people read it. Professor Lauren Whitworth of St. Mary's College of Maryland says that ecosexuals are becoming more popular. I don't know what that means. Well, she's defined that for you. All right. Number one, an ecosexual is a person that finds nature sensual and sexy. Nature? A person who takes the earth as their lover. So instead of having a ghost lover or a sex robot, they make love to the planet Earth. So humping a tree exactly. would be considered cheating Eco on another sexuals. tree. The article describes uh, a woman named Sprinkle who described her first encounter with redwood trees at Yosemite National Park. These are quotes from her, Jerry. I love the scent of the trunk. <laughs> like vanilla mixed with soil I have a strong memory of coming across a redwood that had fallen over from a storm I walked around off the trail and peeked at its freshly exposed roots so soft so sensuous so sexy I had to touch them yeah eco-sexuality you find yourself to be an ecosexual no, person? I don't find anything about nature sexy. I'm disgusted by dirt and so you're things. You're not going to go pound sand this weekend? No. Hey, you go pound sand. Ecosexuals are like, yes, I shall do that. Could you imagine if Gina walked out one night and she looks out and your butt's going up and down to the sand? What do you think a woman would consider cheating more? Rank these in order. Okay. If their husband or significant other... We're having sex with a ghost, <clears throat> okay. sex with a sex robot, or sex with a redwood tree. What's as an the eco worst? Sexual. Yes. The robot. Yeah, I do too. The other two, you're just a freaking lunatic. Yeah. Get out. But it's the robot. I would think the robot. I would think the robot as well has more human qualities. I, I'm not being, I'm being very serious. All right. How do you, how do you have sex with a ghost? I don't know, but you people have claimed pull that. Pull your pants down and thrust into the air. The, the, I have seen stories, uh, women in particular, claiming that in haunted hotels that a ghost had sex with them. Yeah, it happens. If you Google... Could you stay in a hotel like that? No, definitely not. A haunted hotel where the ghosts 
thrust themselves upon you? No chance. Could you get aroused by a ghost? I hope not. <laughs> I don't think so at this age. <laughs> well, you always do that. What no, does I'm saying, age like, have anything to do with because it? Because an 18, 19, 20-year-old guy would probably get turned on by a ghost or more easily turned on by a ghost than a older gentleman like myself, Jerry. I suppose. I don't know, man. You think what you think. I suppose. I, don't know that it cha- I really don't know that it changes. Oh, it changes. That much through life. I don't know about that. Sometimes it changes for the better. Right. And sometimes for the worse. <laughs> you get very boring. Not me. I'm very <laughs> excited. Interested. I'm super exciting, Jerry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Question. Yes. Would you rather... Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you rather have... A marathon night watching the ID channel. Okay. Or a marathon night in the bedroom. Oh, I'm a big bedroom guy, Jerry. Really? <laughs> I don't believe you. With the ID channel on and in the background. And when I say marathon, three hours. Three hours? <laughs> three hours, yes. <laughs> Does that include... Right, but but you could watch three hours of the ID channel, no problem. Three hours. Does that include going food shopping, cooking the meal? No, no. Cleaning up? All right. Two hours in the bedroom. No, uh, I, how about I, this? 90 minutes in the bedroom or three hours of the ID channel? Well, that's, uh, you know. Th- <laughs> what? 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I do that in a three-month period. <laughs> Total. That's a, lo- that's a long time. <laughs> My brain th- could not do that. I didn't say every day. I one said time once. Thing? Mm. You're, be tough. you're thinking about it. Yeah, that's a tough one. 90 minutes. All right. Al at 19. What would you have picked, taken? Oh, 19 years old? Yeah. I, I, I still couldn't have uh, spent that much time. But I, but uh, I had, I had uh, no. <laughs> what? I had no relations at that point <laughs> by 19. Nothing was going on. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, it was such a mystery to me back then. <laughs> Sexual liaisons were such a mystery. <laughs> True story. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. That's right. I-, I haven't laughed like that in a while. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, yes. Check out this story, Jerry. A woman has canceled her wedding. After discovering her fiance watches pornography. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. She's 21 years old. She's very religious. She's married already? Well, no. The wedding's off. No, but she was. She was. She was looking for a uh, man who was true and pure and governed by God's law. She got a hold of his phone and saw that he had been searching for pornography. Hmm. She was she grabbed she took his phone to check to she was going to Google to see if the store they were going to was still open, and when she opened up the web browser, bad job by him, it was still open to the pornography he was looking at. Got it. She felt sick so, to her stomach. So she opens Google, wants to type in Bob's discount furniture. Yeah. She puts in B and Brazzers comes up. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh. He said to, he said to her, I have a problem. She said she had never occurred to her that pornography addiction would leak into her life. 
Do you think 100% of men look at pornography at some point? At some point. Once a month? Hmm. I'm, I'm, That's I'm, a good question. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't I don't think it's You don't think it's a hundred percent of men one time every month. No, I don't even think it's seventy five percent of men. Really? Yeah. Huh. I guess it depends on what you would call pornography. Because some to some people seeing a naked breast is pornography. Um, no, I would say a little bit more than that. I would say something that's not allowed on you know how like HBO and Showtime might show a sex scene, yes. but you don't see the the um the parts. The parts. I say if you're seeing the parts, that's pornography. I would agree with that. Uh, so I would say, yeah, I'm going to say, or maybe right around the 75%. See, I think it's higher than that. You do? I do. I wonder if they've ever done a study for that. Like, I'd like to see just that statistic. Where's Pornhub? Where they, they yeah, haven't where done studies they? in a while, huh? They haven't done anything They're in getting a while. lazy. They are getting lazy. I'd like to know the real number of the women that watch it. Yes, that's an interesting one. I would one. love to know that. Because that's an every woman, one. no, I shouldn't say that. Most women will tell you, no way, not right. me. No. And I don't, don't believe do that. that. You don't? No, I don't. I think a lot more watch than admit. All I know is these websites, their statistics that you see are through the roof. Right, which means everybody's looking at yeah. it at some point. But and do I don't know about you. But sometimes, and it's still, it still is because, and I probably shouldn't even follow them anymore. It's still from following that one club in Manhattan from years ago when they came in with Boomer and Craig, that some things will come across my timeline. What the hell is that? Oh, that they're, and you'll, and you'll see that they retweeted it, and they don't tweet much at all. Yeah, but once in a while they'll put something out there that's pretty racy. So it'll be like you know. Bob was shoesing on the Jets. Bob Papa on the Giants. Here's Al Dukes eating a banana sideways while he has his Cheerios. Here's the naked woman. What? It makes no sense. Yeah, it's in your timeline, though. Right. Crazy. Very crazy, Jerry. Let me tell you something that's a great idea, though. The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, Jerry, their Office of Mental Health and Suicide Prevention, they have a support line for veterans and their families. Check it out. Let me get my glasses on, Jerry, so I get always all helps. the information you here. You always want to be able to read. 1-800-273-8255, and you press the number 1. You can also go online and use the online chat function at veteranscrisisline.net. You follow? Dot net. Yep. Or you could text them, 838 838- Two five five. This support is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, Jerry, for veterans and their families. And it's confidential. Did I mention that? You did. Now, what does that mean, confidential? It means no one's going to talk about you. Right. They talk to you and with you. Now, that sounds nice. I like the fact that I can <clears throat> that you can text them first. Yes. Get the conversation kind of started. Build the relationship slowly. I like that. Before you get on the phone, if you, if you even ever do get on the phone. Now, this veterans crisis line is available to all veterans, even those not enrolled in VA healthcare. Which is a big thing, by the way, because as I had said last week, my father is a Vietnam veteran. Yes. And he was not enrolled in the VA program until recently and probably wouldn't even have been aware of something like this. Right. Even that said, he could have used this had he needed it. So it's a big deal. Very big deal. 
It's uh, for uh, veterans or if someone you know is concerned about a veteran. If you go to the website, veteranscrisisline.net, you could also learn more. You can check out how to recognize signs of crisis, warning signs of suicide, and how to respond to a veteran loved one in crisis. Good things here, Jerry. 1-800-273-8255, veteranscrisisline.net, or text them 838-255. The warm-up program is next. It was all right. It was all right this time. It was all right. We were tired. A little flat this morning. It was a little flat. Yes. And because we played softball last night and didn't yeah. sleep. I was also <clears> thrown <throat> off a little bit, and I'm getting used to it now, of the the sound in my headset of the microphones in the new studio. A little different. It was. It did throw me off a yeah, little bit. a little different, but all good. All right. That one is next. Be honest. It wasn't as good as the post-game show. We had good stories today in the post-game. Warm up next. So... It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. So we will just say hello. Oh, your mic wasn't on. I hit the on button. That's strange. Yeah. So what do you got, Seattle Mariner boy? Jerry, that uh, that's a union job. You're not supposed to hit your own button there. No, I hit my own button. I think that used to be a thing in radio many years ago, the union jobs, like Eddie being the board operator. Would he'd have to be the one that didn't touch your buttons and you, you weren't allowed? Touch my buttons? Didn't yes. you have to turn Russ's mic on and off? Back in the day, oh, you were the yes, producer, actually. That wasn't a union thing, though. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, in general, Dove had to turn that mic on and off. Correct. That is correct. Some hosts don't like to touch their own buttons. Buttons. I do. Say it. Yeah, I like to control I know my for own. For a long button. time, Mike wouldn't do the callers either. Correct. That is, right. Uh, that is true. How about that? He would just give the wave when it was time to. That's exactly. Hang right. up on somebody. Yep. Jerry, the Red Sox lost again. That's three straight. Very good that you did not. Picked them yet? We had a discussion, yeah. me, you and Giannotti, about betting with DraftKings yesterday on the way home. Right. And you decided that you were going to, or at least contemplating, yes. betting the Red Sox because they've lost a couple games in a row. These were my two bets I was going to make. I've not made a single bet yet, right. but I keep contemplating it. I was going to bet uh, the Red Sox. And the Marlins. And I was going to bet the Marlins. That would not have been a good day right. for you. And I would have been done betting for the rest of my life. Now, in the 11th inning, I mean, you might have been thinking, hey, look at these Marlins, but the Red Sox, no good. When they tied it up at one, I was like, look at this Marlins team, and then uh, nothing. No, nothing. So you would have lost a lot of money yesterday. At least the $5 on each bet you would have And placed. two bases loaded jams for yeah. the Yankees that they got out of. And now Chapman's hurt. Yeah. Didi's hurt. Judge is still hurt. Sanchez, Sanchez is back yet. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, injuries, Jerry. Greg Bird will probably get hurt soon. Greg Bird. Right. He's due. Bird, Bird, Bird is the word, right? Bird is the word. So, so Yankees very much like the Mets right now. So eight games now they've picked eight up. Eight games. Jerry, just since I've been back from Alaska, they've picked up two games. So it's you. It's your presence. I'd say it's me. Hmm. I would love for them to get to four or five games. Back to where it was for... It was like back five to, games for a long time. Back to where they are. I don't want to say striking distance, but it's not out of the question. Right. Back everybody, to where they have to waste their pitchers. That's fine. To try to win the Eddie, division. however you want to <laughs> spin it, I'm good with that. I would just like that the division to be relevant going into September. That would be kind of cool because everybody wrote them off. Right. And we don't have uh, Daniel Murphy 
to torture the Mets as a Washington national anymore, Jerry. No, just He's gone. Chicago Cubs. Now, if you're a Cubs fan, the way he basically destroyed them a few years ago, you happy about having him? Yes. You are. I say uh, in baseball or football, you're happy to get a guy that's dominated your team. Fair enough. Can't do it again. What do you mean? We can't dominate them again. Oh, he can't because he's, he's with them on their team. I see. Can't beat them. Go acquire them. Know what they say, Jerry? If you can't beat them, join them. Right, but he didn't join him. He was traded to him. He was traded. Right. So the Cubs couldn't beat him, so they acquired him. They acquired him. The yeah. Me- oh, it would have been great if the Mets acquired him. Will I be getting that call Why? from people today? Why didn't the Mets try to get Daniel Murphy? (laughs) Because they're 15 games under 500. Oh, because they're not in striking. (laughs) Why would they? Would you say the Mets are out of striking distance, Jerry? No, no. I mean, they're right there. A good sweep this weekend, (laughs) and they'll be uh, in perfect position. couple of sweeps, and they're right back in it. Oh, sure. I, I will say, if they could get anywhere near, I'm not saying get to it, get anywhere near 500 and give just something to watch, not that anybody is, in the final month, you know, you got Jeff McNeil, who's four for four last night. Thoughts? He's on the Mets. <laughs> You're really watching a lot these days, huh? I'm uh, I'm on the Yankees now because those are games that matter. Yesterday, last night for the Yankee game, A Rod was there. Yeah, how about that? And Jeter, but Jeter A-Rod would not come. Jeets. Jeter would not come down onto the field. There was someone that posted a picture. What's his wife's name? Did you see that? Yes. Hannah Davis? Hannah Storm? Hannah Davis. Hannah Storm. Not, he's not married Hannah to Hannah Davis. Storm. Yeah, I know. But that's the first name that he did. Hannah Davis. Know, Hannah Barbera comes out when I think of that name. Well, that's a cartoon. And did you see? Right. That's clearly not that. And you see the post the person put up. I married Jeter to watch this. Yeah, she looked like she was miserable oh and wanted God. to get out of there. Stay home. Imagine, though, if you're not a baseball fan and you're married to Jeets and you got to sit through those Marlins games. With fourth. Now, more yet last night, of course, but on a daily basis. 4,500 people yeah. in that huge building. And then you're not out of there in nine innings. It takes oh, 12. Brutal. Boring. No, you think? Uh, Las Vegas, Jerry, and perhaps now New Jersey, since they take sports bets as well, getting a lot of bets on the Cleveland Browns to win the AFC North. They said more than any other team. Or what actually, kind of odds are they being, being given? That I don't know. All right. I just read the headline again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I read a little further because it said that the Browns are getting more picks to win the AFC North than all the other teams in the AFC North combined. And they're third only behind the Raiders and the Steelers to win the AFC outright. Really? Now, I, some turnaround. I attribute this to hard knocks. Because when I watch hard knocks, Jerry, I either see a team that's not going to win any games, or I think this team is... They're going to be go undefeated. But the problem with Hard Knocks or any of these documentaries you watch, they all look great. Yes. Until they start playing. Right. Well, no, sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes you think this team can't even like figure out how to catch a ball in practice. Wow. So they're going to win no games. 60 to 1. To win the uh, AFC North. AFC, I AFC think North? That's what I just read. Unless oh, I read it wrong, I'll, I will double check. Double check that, I wanted Jerry. To, I shut it down before audio started playing, and Eddie freaked out. 60 to 1 to win. So if I bet $1, will I get 60 back? Is that how that works? I still don't <laughs> no, really fully grasp no, no. betting. You're going to get $4,000 back. <laughs> so if I bet $20, I will get 20 times 60 right. back. Exactly right. I'm going to place you that should, bet. I wish you guys out there could have heard Al... Greg trying to explain to Al the uh, the money lines. Yes, in baseball. Did, uh, yes, as uh, we were all driving home yesterday together, me, you, and Greg Giannotti, uh, we were uh, talking about 
if we were to place a bet on the uh, Yankee uh, Marlin game, right? What the, he's like, oh, the Marlins are negative one forty. I was like, I have no idea what that means. No clue. I I'm sorry, like, sixty to one for the Super Bowl. I oh, take that six, back. What about NF AFC North? Jerry? Yeah, well, that doesn't say. Oh, and you know how everybody's always complaining about the new helmet rule? Yes, that's all I read about now. It's like. The Giants are so confused about the helmet rule. The Eagles had uh, a referee in, and he confused them on the helmet rule. Oh, the Steelers have no idea what to do with the helmet rule. Leave it to old Bill Belichick. We're good. <laughs> I got no problem with the helmet rule. He goes, that's how I always teach it. Here's head the- up, eyes up. Don't the- lead with your head. The so one he's good. part you left out with the Eagle thing yeah. is that they walked out confused because the officials basically stopped the meeting and said, yeah, we don't know. We're confused. Right. Oh. So Bill Belichick can say, yeah, no problem. He's confused too. But he always. But he's Belichick. Right. He has to go the opposite of everybody else. So Usually. Every, every team's complaining about the helmet rule. He's like, I don't see a problem with it. This is the way we always. Right. We're not changing our. Yeah. Head up, eyes up. And then he said something about the back of the head. But the problem with that is you can still have head up, eyes up, and still make contact first with the helmet. And that's the problem. Is that going to be a penalty if you go helmet first? I never understood guys that, like even when you watch those old um, Walter Payton runs. What is with your enunciating today? (laughs) Walter Payton? (laughs) What are you doing? I'm just trying to be a better broadcaster. (laughs) Why don't we start by being a broadcaster? Oh, great. (laughs) Step one. Step one. Broadcast. <laughs> but he would put his head down. Same with those Earl Campbell like a videos. Ram. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you be jamming your neck? You would think. You would That's think. why I always like the linebackers that wore the big neck braces. Oh, is that what that was for? Then Brian Bosworth, you yes. know, he was any good at the NFL level because he got hurt and it didn't work out so well for him. But he had that big neck brace on. I think Mike Singletary used to wear that neck yes. brace. Just made you look bigger and stronger and you thought it helped a little bit. Running backs never wore them. No, they would just they would just lower their head. Yeah, I would think that would hurt your neck. I would think so too. Especially that one video they always run of Walter Payton or uh, the Earl Campbell one, where he runs right through that dude on the Rams, who's like, it's it's an Earl Campbell one because I just saw it on the internet for some reason. It was going around where the guy on the Rams is all squared up. He's like, I got him one on one, and Earl Campbell just right through him, <laughs> trucks right through him, yeah. head first. Yeah, I wish I would have saw Earl Campbell. I mean, Barry Sanders to me is the best I ever saw, but Campbell, I wish I would have seen. Walter Payton, of course, but he was on those those yeah, but Bears. Did we never watched him yeah, play, though? Because they were not on TV. Correct. little different. Because they weren't that good until that uh, 85, 86 uh, era the of the Bears. As the Cowboy fan that you were, you must have been a Tony Dorsett fan. A huge Tony Dorsett fan. Not phony at all. Kind of. Uh, we do have to take a huge break. Fan. Uh, you have more stories for us? I do. All right, cool. So we'll have that coming up next, and Boomer and Geo will join us as well next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. We have a few more minutes to the top. The Yankees did win in 12 innings last night, though Aroldis Chapman left with a sore knee. The Mets beat the Giants last night. I have one for you before you get on to your next topic. Victor Cruz retired. Yes. Didn't he retire four years ago? Yeah, I don't think the guy's uh, caught a ball in years. I mean, I know he was on the Bears for like five minutes, but yeah. Yeah, what do you think of the Victor Cruz career, Jerry? 
uh, short-lived and pretty awesome in the time he was here. But if he didn't do that salsa dancing, would we even know? Would, would he? Would I mean, we he even was, remember him? He was a really good receiver. He was a down-the-field threat. The salsa dance was fun. Uh, would we know him? Probably not. I mean, right. he would have been just a good receiver for the short time he was here. But he separated himself from everybody. With that the said, salsa. it wasn't like it was a 15-year career. Right. So, anyway, he's going into TV. Television. Like, yeah. And the Raiders' new stadium that's going to be built in Las Vegas yeah. is going to have a jail. Oh, like the vet. Yes. And a courtroom. Do you think that's a real courtroom? What do you think the judge gets paid <laughs> to be the judge at a football stadium? Right. Oh, well, I'm, a, I'm a judge. Where? Oh, at uh. The Las Vegas Raiders Stadium. Right. At Harris Stadium in Hold Vegas. Hold on, Jerry. I've been pulled away from my microphone and pushed back into it and away and Okay, Boomer's back. in a goofy mood. This will be great for a video compilation. Right now, I know you can't see out there, but Boomer's playing, literally pulling Al back and forth. You can play accordion music while this is going on. <laughs> Al, you were off last night. No, I made a Al huge a, stop Al at the end. Al, was great last game out, had a tough night last night. That's okay. Tough night early on. I made a key the play night until the end. When uh, the pitcher was getting tired and giving up a lot of hits giving to the bombs outfield, to left bombs field. to left field. I made an enormous stop at uh, third base, force out. Over to uh, you did. first. Now that yeah. was after the ball Gio went through your legs. The ball at, uh, first base. I, th- I took him off the bag. In fairness, I did. Ta- it did hit his glove, but I did take him off it the bag. It was a bad throw. In fairness, and he did. He but did I was, catch that mile high no. pop up just prior. His knees were knocking together as that ball was coming down. Yeah, he did was I fine. catch the thing or not, schmuck face? <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about Al. Oh, yeah, I was, was very nervous. Don't call me schmuck face. I oh. led you guys to victory once again. We are, Relax. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. How? I don't know. I was three for four. had three runs batted in. Kept, you know, only gave up five runs in nine innings. I mean, come on. You know, the late in the game, our outfield had a, had a I don't oh, want to call yeah, out I players, mean, Randy, but Rick DiPietro and Randy Williams. All over each other. <laughs> F I mean, God yourself, a hole. <laughs>